Good morning, Embrace. It is so good to see everyone. Uh, my name is Tanya. I am one of the associate pastors here at Embrace, and I just want to welcome you. If you are a guest today, consider this your official welcome, but it's pretty soon we're all going to get together and, and talk about our joys and our laments, and so you'll get an opportunity to meet some other folks. Um, I have some announcements that I want to share. First of all, if you are new, there's a Connect card here in your pew, and if you would fill that out, we would love to get to know you and say thanks for coming. Also, if you have prayer requests, we have a dedicated team of people who keep your prayers confidential, and we will be praying for you. So you can add these prayer requests as well on these cards. There's a box in the back that says Embrace. It's a tall box with a little slot in it, and there's one over there as well. You can put those in there, and then we can follow up with you. Um, another reason you might want to use one of these is if you want to actually talk to a pastor, we would be glad to meet with you. We are available to you. If you have any questions or you just want to get to know us, we'd be glad to meet with you. You can put that on there too. When you head to those boxes, if you are a, an Embrace member, there you can give. This is where you can give over here on that, those two boxes as well. So that is where you can put your tithes and offering. We also have a live stream of this right here, what we're doing right now in the cafe. And so if at any point you need to get up and you want to go into the cafe, maybe you need a little break. Uh, if you're like my family, got some neurodivergent folks in our family, sometimes it gets a little loud for us, we head to the cafe. So you can continue to enjoy the stream. And then there is an announcement handout that you should have gotten when you came through either door. And it has all of the amazing things that we do here at Embrace. There's a lot going on, y'all. So if you grab an announcement sheet, that would be great so that you can keep up with what's happening. Um, also want to shout out our people online. I will be there in just a few moments. Some of you will see people during the service will be on our phones. We are not TikToking. Uh, we are actually talking to the people online and in, talking to one another about what's happening in the service. And some people are interjecting some really amazing thoughts about, oh my gosh, I didn't think of it this way or that way. It's a great way for us to get to know one another. So once again, welcome to Embrace. I'm going to turn it over to our worship team to get us started. All right. Good morning, everyone. I invite you to stand together. Let's prepare our hearts and minds for what the Lord has for us. Let's join in this call to worship together. Oh, Lord, let my soul rise up to meet you as the day rises to meet the sun. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Spring come and you 
shall come to thee, O Israel. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Oh, come desire of nations by in one the hearts of all mankind bid thou our sad division cease and be thyself our king of peace rejoice rejoice Shall come to the Israel. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel. Shall come to the Israel. Shall come to the Amen. Y'all can remain standing for the reading. Um, our first week of Advent, uh, we have begun a new season in the Christian calendar, and this is actually the, the beginning of a new year in the Christian calendar as we begin Advent. This is one of my favorite seasons of the year. Um, I just love the, the light and the colors and the themes and all the things we talk about. And so I'm going to invite Rick and Debbie Bard to come forward, and they're going to light our first Advent candle um, which represents the gift of hope uh, that Jesus brings. In the days of exile and uncertainty, the prophet Isaiah cried out, Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down, so that the mountains would quake at your presence. As when fire sets twigs ablaze and causes water to boil, come down to make your name known to your enemies and cause the nations to quake before you. For when you did awesome things that we did not expect, you came down, and the mountains trembled before you. In the midst of our own encounters with uncertainty and upheaval, and our longing for deliverance, Jesus calls to us, therefore keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come. and wakes us up to the work of the kingdom all around us. We light this candle as a sign of our shocking hope. May we stay awake to God's activity in the world as we wait in expectation that even now God is with us, working to restore us to the fullness of life with God and one another. Amen. Amen. Well, what we're going to do now is we're going to spend just a, a few short moments uh, sharing some gratitude and lament. We do this each week, and it's just an opportunity for you to connect with a couple of folks around you. Uh, maybe you've come here and you don't know anybody. Um, maybe this feels a little bit, um, you know, scary to have to talk to somebody, but um, I find that it's always life-giving when you get to connect with someone. So um, I encourage you all just to get with one or two, three or four people around you. Um, share your name um, and also share if you're grateful for something this morning. And if you have a lament or something that's not going so well, that's uh, on your heart, then you can share that as well. So let's, uh, y'all can have a seat, turn around, talk to folks for a few minutes, and then we'll call you back in just a moment.
All right, everyone, I invite you to wrap up your conversations and stand together if you'd like. We're going to continue uh, our worship time with some more Advent-related songs. Let's do it. Joyful, joyful, we adore Thee, God of glory, Lord of love. Hearts unfold like flowers before Thee, open to the sun above. Melt the clouds of sin and sadness, drive the dark of doubt away. Giver of immortal gladness, fill us with the light of day. All thy works with joy surround the earth and heaven reflect thy rays. Stars and angels sing around thee, center of unbroken praise. Field and forest, vale and mountain, flowery meadow, flashing sea. Chanting bird and flowing fountain, call us to rejoice. Thou art giving and forgiving, ever blessing, ever blessed. Wellspring of the joy of living, ocean depth of happy rest. Thou our Father, Christ our brother, all who live and love our life. Teach us how to love each other, lift us to the joy divine. Mortals join the mighty chorus that the morning stars began. Father, love is reigning o'er us. Brother, love binds man to man. Ever singing, march we onward. Victors in the midst of strife. Joyful music lifts us sunward in the triumph song of life. Joyful, joyful, we adore Thee, God of glory, Lord of love. And hearts unfold Thy flowers before Thee, open to the sun above. Jesus, lover of my soul, Jesus. I will never let you go. You've taken me from the miry clay. You set my feet upon the rock, and now I know. Sing that again, Jesus, lover of my soul. And Jesus, lover of my soul, Jesus, I will never let you go. You've taken me from the miry clay. You set my feet upon the rock. Now I know that I love you and I need and though my world may fall, I'll never let you go. You're my Savior. You're my closest friend. And I will worship you until the very end.
Jesus, lover of my soul. Jesus, I will never let you go. You've taken me from the miry clay. You set my feet upon the rock. Now I know that I love you and I need you. And though my world may fall, I'll never let you go. You're my Savior, you're my closest friend, and I will worship you. Until the very end And you are my strength when I am weak And you are the treasure that I seek You are my all in all And seeking you as a precious jewel Lord, to give up I'd be a fool you are my all in all. Let's lift it up, Jesus, Lamb of God. Jesus, Lamb of God, worthy is your name. Jesus, Lamb of God, worthy. Well, good morning. My name is John Gallagher. I'm the lead pastor here at the church. Just want to say welcome to all of you all. Um, I'm very uh, grateful to be here with you all on this first Sunday of Advent. Um, today is a special day because we have a family this morning who um, is going to come forward in just a second, and we're going to pray a prayer of blessing um, over... Uh, one of their new babies in their family. And so I'm going to invite the barracks to come on up. So let's give them a hand as they come up here to the front. We have Jim and Lizzie McKenna and Juniper, and they're going to come forward also with, uh, I think, some grand grandparents are coming up as well.
So I think celebrating uh, the birth uh, of a child is a, a beautiful thing to celebrate during the season of Advent. As we uh, are celebrating Jesus coming into our world, uh, we're celebrating the new life and the light that God brings into our lives. And those of us who have ever spent any time with little ones know that they bring so much joy and so much life into our hearts. And, and they brought a lot of hope into my life, a lot of peace and joy and love. And so it's a, a beautiful time to celebrate this. So we're going to have a short little service we're going to do, and there's going to be a part for you all um, to say. Um, it'll be very simple on your part. Um, and then I'll have some words to share in a prayer as well. And then for the family, I'll have uh, at least uh, one question I'm going to ask you all as well. So uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, the birth of a child is a joyous and solemn occasion. It is also an occasion for rejoicing in the church family. And so I invite you this morning to join in giving thanks to God, whose children we all are, for the gift of Juniper, Isamar, Barak, to be a part of this family. So to the family, I have some words to share with you all, and then I'll ask you to respond in just a moment. But may you daily give thanks to God for Juniper, the joy and love she brings to your home, as she grows by your words and life, may you help her develop a strong foundation of faith and an awareness of Jesus Christ and his abiding presence. And now in the sight of God and all um, the folks gathered here today, I ask you, do you accept as your privilege and responsibility to live before Juniper a life that represents the gospel, to exercise all care as she be taught the Holy Scriptures, and that she learned to regularly participate in worship and service. And if you agree, you can say, we will. All right. <laughs> now I have a charge for the congregation as well. I charge you that you do all that you can to provide and support a place of worship in this community where Juniper may experience God's presence, love, and grace. I urge you to be faithful in providing instruction and discipleship and to demonstrate kindness and compassion toward all children. I charge you to covenant before God to set an example by your lives to maintain an atmosphere in this church which shall inspire Juniper to desire the Christian way of life. And if you all agree to do this, um, I ask that you say, we will. And now it is, joy, it is with my joy that I present Juniper Isamar Barak, a precious child of God, Praise be to God. And if y'all would join me in prayer. Welcome, Juniper, child of love. God is here to bless you, and blessed are you beyond telling. To be born to parents who love you, and who love each other. Grow gently, Juniper, in the love of God. We bless you and pray Christ be near you now and each hour of your life. As you grow, may faith grow in you, May you find the presence of Christ your clothing and protection. And year by year, may the knowledge of his presence be greater for you, that daily you may put on Christ and walk as his own in this world. Amen. Let's give a round of applause as we celebrate this new life uh, born among us. And we're so grateful. we got a lot of little ones in this church, and uh, they bring us so much joy. So thank you all. Make sure y'all greet them uh, before y'all leave today and uh, give them a hug and welcome this new little one into our church family. I have a few uh, announcements I want to share this morning. And first, there's Dan. I'm going to invite Dan Fowler to come up to the front. So if y'all could give Dan a hand as he comes up. Dan is the uh, director of Matchstick Goods, which is the social enterprise of Common Good that makes awesome ceramics um, and whatnot, and they're going to be having a sale that Dan's going to tell you about uh, right after church. Thanks so much. Uh, so yeah, I'm Dan Fowler. I run Matchstick Goods. It's a part of Common Good, the uh, nonprofit right here in Embrace Church. Uh, we currently have four high school-aged youth that work with us uh, and two graduates. Um, of Common Good as well, and I'm really excited to be here today because it gives me the opportunity to do one of my favorite things, which is just to brag on our team. Um, but first, I just kind of want to share that it hasn't necessarily been the easiest year at Matchstick Goods. Uh, we've had uh, some staffing issues, and so we've like been understaffed and under-resourced. Um, 
and still we kind of kept with our plan this year, which was just to try to get in front of as many people as possible. Uh, so after next week, we will have done 20 different pop-ups this year alone. Um, students come to most of these with us, and it's just kind of a way for them to get the opportunity to speak uh, to customers, to stand in front of the products that they've made and represent it well. Um, and some of these events were really successful, and some of them just weren't. Uh, and so I think I speak for my whole team when I say that we're just pretty tired um, from the whole experience. But with all that being the case, um, I just think it makes the, the successes of this year all, all the better, all the more impressive. Uh, so this year we've uh, designed, created, uh, and made, uh, released six new products, uh, which are more missionally aligned uh, and better crafted than I feel like we've ever made. Uh, we've hired three new students, uh, and we've promoted one graduate into a studio lead position where she'll work along Bla uh, aside Blaine, our studio manager, and I as the kind of three-person staff that lead this team. Uh, we formed new community partnerships, uh, including one with Visit Lex, who presented us with a, a $4,000 grant this year. Um, and then one last thing I want to highlight is uh, our brand new jewelry line. So you may have um, seen on social media, but um, making ceramic jewelry is something that we've been trying to do and wanting to do for a long time. And now that we kind of have our staff fully formed again, um, we dove in and we wanted to do it right. And so um, once we were fully staffed, we started by asking one of our students, Jubilee, to be a part of that process with us. Uh, so together we created goals for the process, um, for what we wanted to achieve together. Uh, we experimented with new making techniques that we've never done before, new glazing techniques. Uh, we revised our work together um, and begun testing with different audiences. Um, and so thanks for being a part of that today. Um, the result is a collection of earrings that I feel really, really proud of. Um, they're also just really beautiful and really high quality as well. Um, I'm proud of what we've created together, and uh, I hope you guys will go take a look. We're going to be in the cafe right after service. Um, so directly out this way, we'll have uh, pieces over there for you guys to purchase. They're going to make great gifts, um, and they're gifts with a lot of meaning behind them. So um, if you are interested in the jewelry, that's going to be kind of center of the room, and Jubilee will be there to answer any questions that you may have about them. Um, and then one last note on the earrings is just that this is kind of our soft launch. We don't have them available on our website yet. And so if you are interested in them, I would encourage you to go take a look because we have a very limited number of quantity uh, available. Um, checkout will be kind of on, on this side. Uh, so kind of like when you come into the cafe and take a left, that's where we'll be. There will be two separate checkouts, one on the left and one on the right. Uh, the one on the left will be cash and card. The one on the right will be just card. Um, and then finally, I just wanted to thank you guys for your support of Matchstick. Um, it's because of you guys that we're able to do this really important work, and we're, you know, literally right here. And so, um, because of your support of us, you know, through buying products, but also just being um, good stewards of, you know, this church, um, that's really why we're able to do this work. And so, just wanted to express my um, appreciation for that. So, thank you. Thank you, Dan. Uh, I really encourage you all to, to go check it out. Even if you're not sure if you're going to get anything, go meet the students uh, who are making these products. Uh, go see what they're up to um, because they're making some really beautiful pieces. And like you said, this is like um, a perfect gift to get for someone in your family uh, for the holidays if you um, are getting gifts this year. And so I encourage you all to check them out um, and go back right after service. Just go straight back through the door in the cafe, and that's where they'll be. Um, a couple other announcements I want to make. Um, first off, I just want to acknowledge that um, our Advent Art Gallery is up now in our sanctuary. And so you can see along the wall here, and on the long, on, along the wall here, it looks like we have 12 pieces that are on display. And these were all created um, by people right here in our Embrace community. And so let's give a hand to those artists who put those together. This is so beautiful. It's around the theme of 
illuminating the darkness, and this is the theme of Advent for us this year. And so I I encourage you, before you leave today, um, and they'll be here all throughout Advent, to go through and look at those, and then underneath you'll see uh, the name of the person who created that piece of art. And so I'm so excited for all the art that we have in our sanctuary. Um, We also have an art installation behind here. Emily Posey created these, and it's around our theme of illuminating the darkness as well that you will Um, be able to kind of enter into as we move through Advent. So this theme is going to continue to be kind of peeled back for us as we go throughout uh, the next few weeks. Um, Related to art in our community, next week before church, we have an opportunity for you all to come before service and create some art of your own. Um, We're doing another Advent community art project, and Emily Posey and Felice Uh, Salmon will be leading that for us, and that'll be at 9.30 in the cafe before church. And this is an all-ages thing, so it's children and adults um, can come, and all the supplies will be provided for you. All you need to do is show up next week at 9.30 um, to to come and create some art. And so what we're going to be doing is creating lanterns, um, paper bag lanterns that we're going to use. And so we're actually going to bring those on Christmas Eve to our candlelight service, I believe, and use those in our service. And so... Um, Once again, this theme of light uh, illuminating the darkness. And so if you'd like to participate in that, um, then come next Sunday at 9.30. Bring bring children if you want to as well, and it'll just be a place to come. They they call it a judgment-free zone of creative exploration. I love that. So you don't have to feel like you're an artist or anything. Just come and create um, and have fun together. Um, Another thing I'll mention is this tree over here is a tree that we put up every year. The United Methodist Women uh, sponsor this tree, and we call it our mitten tree. And so there are details in the bulletin about that tree, but basically we're just asking folks to bring in hats, gloves, uh, scarves, um, things for children to keep them warm, and we put them on the tree, and at the end of the season we take them over to Arlington and they get uh, distributed out to students in need at the school who may need the extra warmth um, throughout winter. So those are the only announcements that I have to talk about this week. I encourage you to read through the bulletin and find out more information about the things going on. So I'm going to do a a short time of prayer here at the altar for those who would like to join me and we will uh, close by saying the Lord's Prayer together. So if anyone would like to come and pray at the altar, you're welcome to do that, or you can stay in your seat. God, we are so grateful for today. We're grateful for another Sunday, another opportunity to come back together for a reset, an opportunity to reorient ourselves around your calling upon our lives. Another chance to reconnect with people in our community who we love. Another opportunity to experience the warmth of fellowship and the joy of children, the the love of friends and family here at Embrace. It's also another opportunity to, to hear music and to see the candles and experience the art and all the things that we're going to do today that lift us up and help us to keep our eyes and our focus fixed on you. I know all of us likely bring lots of stress with us this morning. We've got lots going on. Many of us are very busy. Some of us have financial issues we're facing. Others are dealing with just maybe anxiety and others suffering from depression and loneliness or grief. Many of us just feel so overwhelmed by the state of things in our world, and we're just not quite sure how to find you in the midst of it all. So God, I'm just grateful that we have one another this morning, that the joy that maybe another is experiencing can be contagious and kind of come into our lives, Lord, as we need more joy, the hope that we can share, the peace and the love that we can share with each other as we are receiving it from you. So God, I just pray this morning that you would speak to our hearts, that you would lift up our spirits, and that God, you would help us to leave here feeling a little more grounded, that we would feel a little more uh, just connected to, to ourselves and to you and to one another, that we would leave here feeling more like ourselves, more, more, more like the people that you have made us to be. We pray for your spirit to do a work in our hearts and in our lives. 
that we could experience some transformation as we gather together and that we would leave here looking more like Jesus. Lord, we need you so, so much. We need you so much. And now we join together and we pray this prayer that Jesus taught us, his disciples, to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So this morning, I just want to share a few words this morning to help kind of set the stage for where we're going in Advent, to help us just begin to start to reflect on where God might be in the midst of all the situations that we're dealing with right now, all the things we're experiencing right now. Once again, it's a new year, a new Advent, and once again, we start over. We are beginning a new year. Uh, we often celebrate the new year on January 1st, but for Christians, really, this is the beginning of our new year in our life together as a Christian community here at Embrace. We begin the new Christian year with the season of Advent. And Advent is those four weeks leading up to Christmas Day. Once again, we come back to these prophecies, these stories, these songs, all about God coming to earth through the birth of a baby boy named Jesus in the town of Bethlehem. I don't know about for you all, but it's all so familiar to me. We know it all so well, yet here we are again, another season of Advent. The word Advent means basically to come or to arrive. And so every year, we remember when God arrived, when God visited earth, arriving in Bethlehem after nine months in the womb of his mother, Mary. God came to earth bringing gifts, bringing gifts of hope and peace and joy and love. And it is a beautiful story. And it's a story we should tell every single year over and over and over again. This is my 41st year of hearing this story. And it doesn't get old to me. I still love it. And I still need it. I say that, but I also want to say some other words about this story. In this prayer that I read by a guy named Carl Rayner, it's a prayer he wrote to God articulating some of his feelings and thoughts about Advent. And I resonated with some of what he said, and I want to share it with you all. He says, you tell me that you have really already come. That your name is Jesus, Son of Mary. And that I know in what place and at what time I can find you. That's all true, of course, Lord. But forgive me if I say that this coming of yours seems more like a going, more like a departure than an arrival. This is how I'm feeling this Advent, and let me explain. I believe that God showed up 2,000 years ago in divine mystery as a baby boy who grew up as Jesus of Nazareth, who loved, taught, inspired, and challenged, and eventually died and rose again. I believe that story, and it has changed my life. But lately, I've been feeling God's absence a little more than usual. I've been deeply longing for Jesus to return, to meet us in our grief and in our pain and address all the violence and the suffering in this world. I've been praying for help, and many others have been praying for help from God, and the suffering keeps on going. Sometimes it feels like God is absent in the world. So when I celebrate Advent this year, 
and remember when Christ first entered our world, I'm feeling, just to be honest, a little bit frustrated, wishing that it wasn't 2,000 years ago when it happened, and wishing that Jesus had never left. I don't know your thoughts about all this, but we could use some help from Jesus right now. I'm feeling some mixed emotions this year during Advent. Grateful that Christ came, but sometimes confused about where Christ is right now. Does anybody understand what I'm saying? Does anyone perhaps resonate with some of the frustration that I feel? In that same prayer, Carl Rayner later wrote some words that give me some hope. He says, it is said that you will come again, and this is true. But the again is misleading. It won't really be another coming because you have never really gone away. In the human existence that you made your own for all eternity, you have never left us. In his prayer, he has articulated a deep spiritual truth from our Scriptures. That we aren't just waiting for Jesus to come back again. But Jesus is with us right now. Walking with us as we navigate all the challenges of this complicated life. The Scriptures teach us that Jesus never left us. In John 14, Jesus says these words before He ascended into heaven. This was before the crucifixion and the resurrection. He said, if you love Me, you will walk in My ways. I will ask the Father to send one who will always walk beside you and guide you on the good road. He will send one who will always walk beside you and guide you on the good road. He is the Spirit of truth. The one this world is not able to accept because it does not see or know Him. But you know Him, for He is with you now and soon will be in you. Our Scriptures, and I would argue that our experience also teaches us that the Spirit is moving and working in this world now. That God is present to us now. That the Spirit of Jesus is still here and never actually left. This Advent, we're going to celebrate the birth of Jesus and all the goodness that Jesus brought 2,000 years ago. But we're also going to spend some time trying to discern how Jesus is present to us right now in December 2023 in this messed up and broken world that we're living in right now. Our theme for this year's Advent is illuminating the darkness. Now, I think we probably all can agree that there is darkness all around us. We are facing so many challenges and struggles I know many of you all as individuals are facing seemingly insurmountable challenges right now. So many hard things that you all are facing. You all share these in your prayer requests and in conversations. We carry these burdens in our bodies as we show up every single week to worship. We're facing challenges. Our families are facing challenges. Our society is facing challenges. Our our global world family is facing challenges. Just as Jesus brought light into the world so long ago, I still believe Jesus is bringing light into our darkness right now. And sometimes I struggle to believe that, but I'm holding on to hope that the light of Jesus is still here with us, illuminating our darkness and bringing life and goodness into these broken places in our world. Do we have eyes to see the light? Do we have eyes to see it? Can we see the ways that Jesus is illuminating our darkness, bringing light into the darkness around us? You know, light is a theme all throughout the story of God in Scripture. You can go back to the prophetic text in the Hebrew Bible, and the prophets longed for a day when light would dawn. As the Israelites faced slavery and exile and war and famine, the prophets They were able somehow to hold on to hope and they saw visions of light. In our prophetic text that Rick and Debbie read for us today, it talks about the heavens. The the prophet Isaiah saw the heavens literally being ripped apart. And it talks about this fire that came down from heaven. This is the vision that he saw. And this fire that brought new life but also will bring judgment 
to the world. In Isaiah 9, which we always read on Christmas Eve, the prophet declares that a light has dawned. That darkness will not last forever. So in a world covered in darkness, the prophets were able to see a glimmer of light. Thank God for the prophetic witness that has held on to this story of God for generation upon generation upon generation. Thank God for our prophets now that help us see light in the midst of darkness. The nativity story that we always talk about around this time of year is covered in darkness. It's about light, but it's about darkness as well. You may not have picked up on this, but the Holy Family was living in poverty. Jesus was born into the midst of a poor community in a place that was often overlooked and forgotten. We have stories of displacement and oppressive empires. Yet even in the midst of this story, there is still light. There is a star in the sky, right? There is a star in the sky that guides people and provides light in the dark places. There is even more blinding light that consumes the shepherds as they kept watch over their flocks at night. Angels appear in this story. Often when people are in the darkness of sleep, they bring this illuminating light into their minds as they sleep. In the Gospel of John, in John chapter 1, John has a very different uh, birth narrative. He doesn't talk about all the details, but he just talks about Jesus coming as the true light that gives light to everyone. And he also says that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Illuminating the darkness. During Advent, we're going to discover many ways, I hope, that God has already illuminated the darkness, but I also hope that we will look for ways that God is illuminating our darkness today. Because we believe Jesus is is still coming among us, still moving among us in this world today. You know, we're going to be lighting our candles as we move throughout Advent. Many of you all may have Advent wreaths at home with candles. Each candle, in a sense, represents a gift from God that we receive through Jesus. Hope, which we lit today. Peace, joy, and love. And each of these are gifts from God that God has given to us but I believe they are also callings upon our lives. We all receive hope and peace and joy and love from God, which brings light into our darkness we experience. But we're also invited to share hope and peace and joy and love with others. They are both a gift to us and a calling upon our lives at the same time. And so we're going to discern together throughout this season through songs and scriptures and art and prayer and preaching how each of these illuminates the darkness that we experience. I'll tell you a quick story about our son, Kai, who is almost two years old. He has a little room in the upstairs in our house. And we have a blackout shade over his window, and so it gets very dark in his room while he sleeps. When Kai was a a baby, a newborn, and first few months, year of his life, he he didn't really understand darkness and light very much. He didn't understand much of the difference between daylight and darkness. He had little awareness of this and had, of course, no fear of the dark because he didn't understand it. But just recently, Kai started to become more aware of the darkness around him. With the time change now, he goes to bed after it's dark outside, and so he's seeing stars and the moon, and he he loves it, but he also is getting more nervous sometimes around the dark. Sometimes he'll, he'll say, it's dark, I'm scared, and we'll seek to reassure him. Every night we have a routine we do with him before bed, brush teeth, diaper change, lotion, pajamas, books, he always wants to read more than we can. After we read the books, we'll turn on his noise machine, we turn out the light, and then we'll sing a song together. Recently, he added something new to the routine at night. We have like a a, a wall-mounted heater, air conditioning thing on the wall, and there's a little red light on it that I've sought to cover with some tape, but you can still see it, Um, and he can see that red light that's over the power button on this machine. 
And now every night when we're singing the song, he interrupts us and he says, touch, touch. And he wants us to walk him over to the heater and he touches the little red light and then we can continue to sing the song. Sometimes he wants a second touch or a third touch on the little red light. Eventually he'll lay his head back down on whoever's holding him and we finish the song and then he'll go to bed. I have no idea why he actually wants to touch that light every single night. But I like to think that maybe touching the light brings him some kind of comfort as he sleeps in his very dark room. I like to imagine that the light perhaps is a grounding force for him as he gets used to being in the dark. It isn't super bright, but it's noticeable. And maybe it helps. And I think about our lives as we're trying to walk in the darkness that surrounds us. It can be very scary. It can feel very overwhelming. And sometimes we can lose our footing. And sometimes we just feel like we're on shaky ground and we don't know where to turn. Advent is a reminder to us that we can hold on to Jesus. Jesus is the light of the world. He is connecting us. Through, we can connect to Jesus through his eternal spirit that is living in us and moving and working around us in this world. Advent is a reminder that there is light, even if sometimes if we can only see a small glimmer. And that light can guide us, can be a grounding force for us as we walk the difficult paths that we're all walking. So my hope is in this new Christian year, this season of Advent, that we can use this once again as an opportunity to start over, an opportunity to begin again and touch the light once again and be reminded that Jesus never left us and that we are not alone. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. We're going to share communion this morning. We've relocated it over here for Advent to make room for our Advent wreath. Still just as important over here on this side. But we're going to share communion this morning. And in some ways, share, celebrating communion feels a little strange during Advent because communion ultimately is, is a thing that we talk more about the end of Jesus' life on earth, and Advent is really about the time of preparation for the beginning of Jesus' life here on earth. But really, Advent is all about celebrating and looking forward to and longing for that day when God entered our world, and longing and hoping for God to come enter into our broken and difficult places we live right now. And so not only are we looking just at the birth of Jesus, but we're looking at the scope of all that Jesus brought the entire, entirety of Jesus' life and all that he brings us. And so as we celebrate communion, I encourage you all to reflect on Jesus and what he means to us, how Jesus brings hope and peace and joy and love into your all's life, and how Jesus now is continuing to work through his spirit in our world to bring hope and peace and love and joy into our world today. If y'all could bow your heads with me just for a moment. God, I pray this morning that you would pour out your Holy Spirit upon this bread and upon this juice. If anyone at home has set aside some elements for this purpose today, we pray that you would pour out your Spirit on those as well. And we pray, Lord, that this would be for us the body and blood of Christ. We pray today, Lord, that you would meet us just as you met us 2,000 years ago in the town of Bethlehem, and you changed the, the, the scope and the, the trajectory of this world, Lord, that you, you really initiated in this path of redemption and restoration. That, God, you would meet us now in a similar way, in a powerful way, and that this could be another spark for us in our own journey of transformation and change as we are shaped and molded by this story of Jesus that we continue to talk about every single time we come together here at Embrace. Lord, we need you so much, and we pray you would meet us now. Lord, we pray that the light this morning would provide hope for us, but also, Lord, would illuminate some of the places in our lives where we need work, the places where we need to change, the places in our lives that, that demand and, and repentance from us, Lord. And we pray we would have the courage 
to allow the light to shine in those spots this morning. Trust in God and your love and your grace and your goodness. Lord, we need you so much. We thank you for being here today. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I'm going to invite those who are helping me serve communion to come on up this morning. Just give me a moment. We'll get this set up and then I'll invite y'all to come up. Just let you know, if you're visiting with us this morning, we take communion here at Embrace, but you'll form two lines down the center aisle. As you come forward, just have your hands open to receive the elements. Your server will rip off a piece of bread for you. They'll dip it in the cup for you, and they'll place it in your hand. If you need Kleenex, there is some over at the ends of the altar. Um, You're welcome to kneel at the altar and pray if you would like. Um, Also, if you need um, gluten-free, we do have that up front. We also have some prepackaged stuff, uh, gluten-free and... uh, Um, Just the regular ones in the back as well, if you prefer to take communion back there just to avoid the crowd and the close contact with folks. Um, But I'll be available to pray with you if you'd like. I know uh, Pastor Tanya's in the back. I see her back there, and I know she'd love to pray with you if you'd like to pray with her as well, Um, or if you just want to talk. But you're invited to come whenever you feel led. Steady hand, and you are the one. 
what I'm after. You are my place to land. And I need a friend to lean on, someone who understands. And you are the one I'm after. You are my place to land. Because I need a peaceful pasture. I need a steady hand. And you are the one I'm after. You are my place to land, and I need a friend to lean on, someone who understands. You are the one I'm after. You are my place to land. 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 And I will rest in you. And I will rest in you. And I I need a peaceful pasture. I need a steady hand. And you are the one I'm after. You are my place to land. Because I need a peaceful pasture. I need a steady hand. And you are the one I'm after. You are my place to land. You are my place to land. You are my place to land. Amen. It was really good to be together this morning. Um, that song right there was one of my top uh, stream songs this year. Everybody sharing their uh, their top songs for the year. Right, that was right behind "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star" for me. Um, <laughs> Being a parent of a toddler means all my music stuff is so messed up. Um, anyway, Baba Black Sheep is making a run for, for first place, I think, lately. Yeah. Anyway, that, that song has is, is been uh, on repeat a lot for me this year because I've just felt so tossed about in so many different ways, and it just seems like everything is uncertain and not in balance, and, and I keep being reminded I've got to continue to fall back on Jesus. And so Advent, this time of year, it's a perfect time for, for all of us to say, like, are we seeking after Jesus? Are we following back on Jesus? Are we letting Jesus be the foundation that we can stand on? And so I encourage you all um, to press into Jesus and, and re, let, allow the Spirit to reignite that fire that, that still is there. There's still a fire burning within us. Um, and, and I trust the Spirit can help to fan those flames in our lives couple of things before y'all leave. Matchstick Good Cell. Check it out. Um, they'll be back there for, for the next bit, and so y'all can hang out and talk for a little bit if you need to, but they'll be in there after that. Um, also, remember the Community Art Project is next week before church. And then finally, uh, today is Amani's birthday. In the back, Amani's been part of this church since he was a baby. Uh, turned 17 today, so give Amani a hand. Um, Got to give Amani a shout out this morning. Um, but as we're able, let's all stand um, for the benediction. Benediction is simply the sending out. It's sending all of us out to live out the things that God's doing in our hearts this morning. And so may the love of God the Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all now and forever. Amen. Go in God's peace. We'll see you next time. <laughs>